You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Laugh Button Podcast. If you happen to catch any heavy breathing, that would be Matt. Matt Kleinschmidt, one half of the laughbutton.com. I'm Mark Seaman, the other half of the laughbutton.com. And, and together. And you're the professional half, buddy. I'm the professional half. I'll take it. <laughs> what, you, what you guys missed was off microphone. Mark is like, I am the professional. <laughs> no, wait. Hold on a second. So to be considered <laughs> a professional, you hate my you have mic to... placement. That's what it is. You hate, you hate my mic placement because I yell at guys from here. It's just, ah, oh, man. I know. It drives you nuts, buddy. I'm sorry. It's like I got to love you up for this thing. That way you no, can't do anything about you it. Just, I'm, a, I'm a peacock. You got to let me fly. <laughs> By the way, highly underrated movie. Wait. Hold on, can peacocks fly? I don't think that's the whole joke of it. That's the well, that's could, the joke, buddy. I, I, okay, they can't fly. I, I know, man. I'm, just I'm a playing. peacock. You gotta let me fly. It's a gr- underrated movie. The other guys: Will Ferrell, Adam McKay, man, Mark Wahlberg. You you didn't let me dive into my character there. <laughs> the the guy who doesn't understand jokes. <laughs> oh, is that a character? It's, it's just a not, character. I'm it's just right not now. Mark in real life. No. <laughs> I learned this from Howard Kramer. You know, you got to grab on to comedian Howard Kramer. Tommy, you got to grab on to something that you see and notice out there in the world. Okay. And turn it into a character. And okay. And perfect that character. Okay. So anytime anyone says a joke, I'll say the obvious and they'll be like, no, 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 no. That's the joke. And then I see how many times I can do that within one conversation. I'm one for one with our conversation. Is right that now. how this works? It's, how the, it's not how any of this works. <laughs> That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. By the way, yes. I use that line more often than I should, particularly because it's from a commercial. But Do you even know what un- commercial it's from? Or yeah, is it's it for like just- Geico or something, isn't it? Yeah. I unfriend you in real life. It's actually insurance. Oh, it's insurance? Yeah. Right, whatever. Come on, man. One of those insurances. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Well, how this works is we're going to deliver you the comedy news, and then we're also going to have a nice little hangout with our very special guest, Nick Vatera, who's yep. a part of the Brooklyn Comedy Festival, which Go is Nick. currently underway now through the end of the weekend, through Sunday. And, uh, you know, Michael Che is a part of this. Michelle Buteau, Nick Vatterot, who, who will be joining us on the podcast. Uh, Mark Norman, Josh Gondelman. Uh, just go to bkcomedyfestival.com if you happen to be in the New York City area and uh, find a show to go check out. They're all amazing. All right, Matt. Yeah. Comedy news. Let's do it. The big okay, few things I want to get off my chest. Just a few. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> as you're leaning back right now, I can see at least five to ten items oh, that okay. need to get gotcha. off your chest. Gotcha. No, um, probably one of the newest. The newest pieces of news we have on the site is the uh, the Forbes released its list of the highest paid actors on television. Yes, and three of them are from The Big Bang Theory. No, four of them. Four. All actors from The Big Bang Theory. So even the two guys that are like played Howard and Raj, yeah, those guys are great, dude. My favorite number, characters on the show. No, so so guess number one and two. Who do you think? Well, I'm gonna say Galecki. Galecki's number one, and number two is got to be Cuoco. We're K- talking K- actors, not actresses. Oh, actors, okay. Just well, two. I put them in the same. I don't like to gentrify. No, no, no. But I'm just saying these are two different lists we're talking right. about. Did I even use that word right? Gentrify. I, sure. 
All right. No, genderfy. Genderfy. Gentrify. No, no. So Kaylee Cuoco. Yes. Kaylee Cuoco's sweeting, I think, now because she's married, but she's yep. not on this list because it's only of actors. It's only of dudes. Oh, only dudes. There okay. will be an actress list. As so well. Galecki's got to be one. Okay. Wait, are we speaking just comedy here or are we saying no, all no, of no. television? No, no, no. All of television. Wow. But it's 15 people and I think 11 of the 15 are all on sitcoms or okay. comedies. Okay. I'm going to see if I can get all 15. Do you have the list in front of you? Uh, I can pull it up in a second, but start can, rambling Yeah, them can off. you do that? Yeah, all right, yeah totally. So, so we're going to start with Galecki okay. from The Big Bang Theory. Uh, we're going to have to go with uh, uh, Kumail. Do you, now, here's the thing. Do you want me to tell you when you're wrong? Uh, yeah. Or do you want you to run the whole list down first? Yeah, because I'm not going to be able to do this in order. I'm okay. just, I mean, I'm riffing off the top of my head here. Okay, so you want this in order. So Just number say one, yes or no. Number one. Okay. N- yeah, no, no order here. So number one to you, Galecki. Or now, do you want them on the list, or do you want them in order? What are we doing here? Just uh, there's 15 of them. right? Galecki is on the list. Good. That's all I need to know. Yes okay. or no? Is he, he on, is the, on list? the list? He's on the list. Okay. And there's 15 of these. 15. So Kumail Nayar. I don't yeah. know how you pronounce his last yeah, name, but yes, he's okay. on the list. He's on the list. And uh, the guy who plays Howard is. Um, he's on the list. Yeah, but why am I blanking on his real name? His actual name. Dude's super talented, man. He could play the piano. He could sing. He's a hilarious Simon actor. Yes, Simon Helberg. Uh, okay, so that's three. I got uh, twelve to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying. There's no other. There's no other major. Well, it's got to be Sheldon Cooper from Big Bang Jim Theory Parsons. as well. Yeah, Jim Parsons. Okay, so that's four. So that's all the four main main leads from the Big Bang Theory. Right. Okay. So n- television. Are we including is sitcoms, this? dramas? No, no. But network television only. Uh, this list is network television only. So no that's HBO. Where the, that's where the money's at. Okay, no, so HBO, no HBO. No okay. HBO. So The Rock's not making the cut from Ballers or whatever. No, because I also think that The Rock makes a lot of money in other shit. Right. I think this is strictly based on their TV earnings. Network television. Their TV earnings. Okay. Um, and a lot of them are from comedy, huh? A lot of them are from comedy. Okay. So you got. The, so you basically mentioned the number one. Wait. So the, the number I, one sitcom in the country. So can I say Jimmy Fallon? Like, because he's on network you television? You can say Jimmy Fallon. Okay, Jimmy Fallon. He's not Fallon. on the list, but you can say He it. didn't make the list. He did not make the list. How did he not make the list? <laughs> he just didn't, dude. I don't know what to tell you. That's impossible. I don't know what to tell you. He's not on the list. Wow. Okay, I'm bl- so there go all the late night hosts. Okay. There, there. So there are zero late night there hosts. There are zero late night hosts on this list. Wow, I'm surprised no by John that. No John Stewart. No okay. Letterman. None of those dudes. So what other sitcoms are really huge? Well, you've named the biggest one. What's the second biggest one? Um. Well, I don't know. That's debatable. What's the second biggest? I'll give thing? you a hint. It's on ABC, not CBS. Okay, so Modern Family. Boom. So I'm gonna go Ty Burrell. Yes, on the list. All right. Uh, my boy from Ursuline High School, uh, Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill on the list. Okay. Um. <laughs> let's see. What other dudes are on that show that would be that well paid? You're I talking mean, about all male leads. It's an ensemble cast. Right. So okay. So. The guys who played the two, the gay couple. Yeah, Eric Stone Street. Yep, and the other guy, the redheaded ginger dude. I always forget his name. Oh, I do too, and he's so Cam, nice. Cam and Mitchell. All right, Cam. So they're on the list. Cam and Mitchell on the list. All right, so that's four more. So now we're up to eight. Okay. Of the fifteen. Eight of the fifteen. Uh, there's no other big enough leads on that. Uh, from a male perspective From Modern Family uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson Is Mitchell Okay yes. Okay That guy's awesome He's just, great He he's did, great. Uh, I, I just want to give him A quick shout out Because every time I've interviewed that guy He's been so nice And so great You're stalling I'm not stalling He He, uh, he raises money And awareness um, By selling bow ties So uh, And I can't remember The name of it right now And I, I hate that But just google him and, and google his charity It's It's awesome And buy a bow tie Because they're cool people <laughs> Doctor Who made him cool again. 
All right, so okay, that's so eight. okay, so other. Let, I'll give you a hint. Yeah, other popular sitcom that went off the air this year. Uh, like one of the most successful sitcoms of all time. Well, it's not Thirty Rock, but it's uh, Parks and Recreation. No, no, no. CBS. What CBS sitcom went Chuck off? Chuck Lorre. Uh, two and a half men. Two and a half men. Okay, so Ashton Kutcher. Yep. And uh, that other guy who was John Cryer. John Cryer was in <laughs> Superman from Sixteen Candles. <laughs> oh, see, I was thinking, I was thinking Superman Five: The Quest for Peace. Four. That was the that was the nuclear one. Yeah. yeah. Superman Four: Quest for Peace. Nu- nuclear one. Okay, so we got four, four, and those two. That's ten. Okay, so five more to go. Five more to go. A- uh, oh, anybody oh. from New Girl on the list? No. Oh no. Now there's only one more comedian on the list. We got. We're talking eleven of the fifteen. The rest are actually in dramas. Okay. All right, just hit me with the rest of this. This is going to take forever. Okay. Final comedian, Ray Romano. He's still making syndication bucks from all of his television. Okay, hold on a second here. Okay. $15 million. I get that. So that means Seinfeld's got to be on the list. Seinfeld is is not not on the list. How is he not on the list? I don't know, but he is not on the list. That thing is syndicated everywhere. Apparently not as much as everyone loves Wait, what about some of the voice actors from The Simpsons? Nope. Really? Highest paid TV actors. Yeah, that is weird because the, the voice actors from The Simpsons would really? be up there too. Maybe it's not considered because it's animation because I would think Family Guy as well. Seth MacFarlane. Sure. That guy is... He, he's, he's making money as the writer, the producer, the director, the voices of you know, five not of the characters. Not on list, buddy. Wow. Not on list. Okay, so dramas. S- dramas, you're talking a couple. NCIS is the biggest Mark drama, Harmon. right? So Boom. Mark Harmon's got to be it. Okay. Uh, that leaves us what three people? That leaves you with three people. Um, what else is huge? Give me some more hints. Again, Grey's this, Anatomy. This is gonna take for Mr. McDreamy pants or whatever. What's <laughs> yes. like a Patrick, Patrick Dempsey. Dempsey? Okay, <laughs> Mr. McDreamy pants. And then here's one that kind of surprised me too. Simon Helberg, the Mentalist. No, that can't be Simon Helberg. He's not, not, he's oh, not I'm sorry, Simon Baker. Not oh, Simon, Simon Baker. Not okay. Simon Helberg. No, that show's huge. That's a CBS show, right? Yes. That, it's that, all and, CBS. And that's other than, why. Other than Modern Family and ABC, like everything is CBS. So there's one more left here. Who is it? Who's left on network TV that's making it? This one is not network television. I'm sorry. This one is not network television. Okay, so it's p- premium channel. Kind of. So, okay, so is t- so are we talking like TNT or something? No. Like, like uh, <laughs> we're talking television in quotes. Think about like shows that get nominated for Emmys now. They're oh, not always right. on television. Okay, They're so on... that's going to be Netflix, and it's going to be House of Cards, and it's going to be Kevin Spacey. Boom, number done. fifteen, Kevin done. Spacey, done. <laughs> you you lead, you lead me to the water, I'll drink it. <laughs> I don't know if that analogy. Crazy, fits. isn't though? Like eleven out of the fifteen most highest paid guys in television are are on Man. comedies, and the two biggest ones out there, which makes sense. Matt, you know you're sitting across from somebody who was on television. Uh, I know that you were in a commercial. And I have yet to find on the internet. But I'll tell you what. Let's call upon our listeners. If you find a, if you find this, this this commercial that Mark Mark says hi was in, send it to me. Matt at the laugh button dot com. That wasn't. The and point I will of reward you with plenty of comedy related merch. You want to hook them up with one of our uh, new tees from the web store? Maybe. 
I could okay. also hook them up with some DVDs or some CDs or some vinyl. Or some uh, laugh button tees from the Warp Tour. We got some we of those. Got some of those too. Okay. So, okay, so do you want to put this in order, this list in order, or you don't this list? Oh, no, dude, we got to move on. Okay, I mean, number one, Jim Parsons, by the way. Ten minutes on this list. Listen, you're just not good at guessing. Let me say? tell you something. I will defend the Big Bang Theory. That show is hysterical. I watch two episodes a night with my wife. It's one of our favorite things to do. If we if we choose, if we opt to not watch a movie at night, we will watch two, at least two episodes of The Big Bang Theory. We've just torn through seasons one through seven. Yeah. Uh, one uh, season eight is in the mail with uh, season nine about to begin, and I can't wait. I love that show, man. It's it's a good show. Like I don't I don't hate the show. Howard and Raj are hysterical. I don't think it's a, I don't the, think it's a bad show. And I will say this, but comparing Modern Family to Big Bang Theory, Modern Family came out of the gate swinging. Oh, Modern Family's amazing. But I don't I mean, feel like it's been that strong the last couple seasons. I feel like it's gone more that endearing route than it's gone like that comedy route. Okay. So and do you think it's coming to a close? No, I just don't. I just don't. I think the same things happen to it. What happens to most sitcoms? They creatively hit a plateau mm-hmm. because they don't know how long the show is going to last. They're kind of in like that season four, five, six realm where it's like, okay, what are we doing? We're trying to keep this thing in cruise control. Are we moving the characters forward towards an ending? It's a weird thing for sitcoms, and I feel like a lot of them hit that creative area. You know, we got to get plateau area. We got to get Sarah Highland on the podcast. You I'm said gonna, that gonna, before, yeah. and I'm not arguing against you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach out to her. Who All now right. works for a Domino's commercial where you can text people. <laughs> emojis and get delivered to I you. I know. She's, this is the world we live in, Mark says God, hi. She's a sweetheart. I love Sarah Highland. All no, right, no, so, I'm not knocking Sarah. I'm knocking, knocking texting a yeah, pizza emoji yeah. to Domino's. All right, I got some news that's <laughs> relatable to Modern Family. Right, so Talk to me. the writing team behind Will and Grace mm-hmm. has just got, uh, they, they've gotten back together for the first time in 10 years okay. to work on a new soccer sitcom called Dream Team. That's like right up your alley. Yes, it's called Dream Team, and it's all about the lifestyles of like soccer moms and stuff like that. And uh, a pilot was purchased by ABC, and uh, this might be the potential replacement for said modern family when it finally does come to a close oh. because they're looking for the next big sitcom. They want to ride that wave. They want to they sort of usher in the new while the... the Look, the ratings for Modern Family, whether you think the episodes are... They're still are, great, and they get nominated for Emmys every year, but I wonder as, if... They're as big as they've ever been. Dude, it's I'm like not, 12 million I'm not, viewers I'm not an episode. That, but what, I mean, like we're talking about creative, like two and a half men's been on the air for 12 years and dominating sure. the ratings, but I don't know sure. if anyone ever really considered that a funny, great, creative, boundary-pushing show. Man. But I feel like Modern Family... Man. I feel like my... <laughs> Stop it. I'm going to punch you. I feel like modern... Man. I feel... (laughs) By the way, the worst, worst ever scene separator. Just... I feel like modern family came out of the gate. It was such a creative thing. It was such a funny thing. It was such an interesting way of looking at a family. They portrayed a gay couple in a way that hadn't really been portrayed or seen that way. So, But I feel like... It necessarily hasn't really pushed boundaries since it started. And who knows? Maybe the whole point of the show was to portray everyone as just normal people. I also know that uh, the two creative guys behind it. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd and I'm sorry, other guys. Levitan. Levitan. um, They often butted heads. And it was often there was a Lloyd episode or was a Levitan episode. They kind of split up the work. And I'm pretty sure one of them walked recently too. So maybe that's why we're seeing more of like an endearing side of it as opposed to more of a comedy side. Maybe one of the producers was more responsible for for one direction and one's responsible for the other news i will say that when i got my hands on the pilot for modern family and, and i remember this specifically because i had the mm-hmm. opportunity to interview ty burrell yeah and the reason who is 
fucking phenomenal. Oh, that guy's amazing. But he was in, uh, uh, oh God, what was the the zombie remake? Day of the Living Dead? No. Uh, one of the, yeah. One of the Living Dead's got remade by Zack Snyder. Yes. And where the zombies were all fast. I'm Diary like, of the Dead? What? No, no. A I, I can't believe I'm blanking on this. Anyway, uh, Ty Burrell was in it. And he, it's hysterical. So go back and watch it if you want to see like sort of a younger, unknown Ty Burrell. But anyway, dude is the man. And I remember specifically telling him, I said, Ty, I watched this pilot. This is the first time I've laughed out loud in a long time. I, it was amazing. I would howl at Modern Family. Sure. Like howl, like, oh my God, that's so that's a funny thing or such a whatever it is. So yeah, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from it. I will say this. Julie Bowen, Ty Burrell, let's do it. Mr. Fantastic. And what the Invisible Woman? What you want them for to be the, the recasting of the Fantastic Four? We're already recasting Fantastic Four. Absolutely, and I've heard this from a few people. Uh, My newsfeed is I've seen I've seen oh. it from a couple comedians. I've seen it from a couple friends. Yeah, that Ty Burrell will make a great Mister Fantastic, and that Julie Bowen will make a great Invisible Girl. And I I agree because I think the cast is too young. So there you go. Interesting. Yeah. Reed Richards. Well, Reed Richards and Sue did, Storm. It, did have it. gray hair on the sides. Yeah, because Reed Richards was an old dude. He wasn't like a Miles Teller who's twenty-two or whatever it is. Well, you know, they were trying to. Adorn, I know they're trying to make a younger young audience, and younger and edgier, and whatever. Oh, did that movie suck, Matt? I had to watch I it too. Think I had to. It was required. I saw the best casting I saw of of the new Fantastic Four movie. We're talking a movie that just came out like less than a month ago. Mm -hmm. Ty Burrell, mm -hmm. Reed Richards, uh, Julie Bowen. Sue Storm. Mike Ermatroff from Breaking Bad as the thing. <laughs> no way. Oh, my God. Dude, that's a great yeah, fit. Yeah, yeah, Totally. Isn't it? It's a great fit. <laughs> it's a great fit. Wow. And Brian Cranston should be Dr. Doom. And so, we, so we're basically just mashing up two shows here. This pretty is what much. we're doing. And then, and then you know what? Let's do Jesse for, for, for Tyler Ferguson. As no, 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 no. Jesse, Jesse from Breaking Bad. Aaron Paul. Let's do Aaron Paul as the as the Human Torch. That's that's the casting I've seen that's okay. been the best. Wait, so who's so it's basically Breaking Bad and Modern Family. So who's Doctor Doom in this? Brian Cranston. Fuck yeah, he's Doctor Doom. Mm. Okay. Now, are we going back to the original storyline? Or we're we... literally just putting Modern Family and and. And Breaking Bad together. All right, let's get I've, off I've this seen topic. that. Let's I've seen this. that in my newsfeed. I was like, I agree with that 100%. Speaking of newsfeeds, let, let's Mike get Irma back. Mike is the thing, dude. Man. <laughs> Stop it. Let's get back to the laughbutton.com and let's talk some news. Uh, did you watch any of these specials that came out over the weekend? A ton of them, dude. Like Tig Nataro, Natasha Leggero. I mean, there were, there were half hours by yep. Hampton Down and Liza Traeger. Liza Traeger. I keep saying Liza because it's spelled Liza, but it's Lisa. Lisa with a Z. Lisa I think Traeger. she would argue it's spelled Lisa. It's possible. Good old Lisa Traeger. Uh, I saw them all. I saw them all. I thought they were great. And what I love about the half hours... Rank them. Rank them. Oh, I can't rank them. You can't put Tig and Natasha in the same realm rank as two em. upcomings. No, rank them. You can't. You can I, have a 1A1... Dude, you can have a 1 and a 2 and something trumps the other by a joke. I Just think, rank them. I think Lisa and Hampton's half hours were strong. And I think Lisa's one of those... Where are your opinions, man? Rank them. You made me guess off I, a list of 50... Rank them. <laughs> <laughs> Just rank all those people on, the, on that list that of fifteen list. are making boatloads of money. These specials are good. These are all They're good all specials. Great. But rank them. I will tell you this. <laughs> like, I rank these freaking <laughs> specials. I'm getting there, you fool. I think Tiggs. What are you? What are we in the 1700s? What are you? You fool. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. Jeez. I think I think Tiggs. Should have been better than it was. Okay. And here's my thing about Tig. I love Tig. I think Tig is hilarious. I think the special 
What did it lack for you? Did it lack know. comedy for you? No. Was it too much about her situation? No. I mean, she did this. She did this. She did the special topless the show because after the double mastectomy she's had, which I think is very incredible. Is has that been overdone for you? Because we've got the we've got the Tig doc, right? She, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's oversaturation right now of Tig. Okay. Maybe it, because there is the show. There's that's a documentary. Fair. There's a special, and then there's her own. I don't know, but like then again, like I love Amy Schumer and she's everywhere too. I love Louis C.K. and he's everywhere. But I'm just wondering yeah. if I I don't know what it was, but I felt like it could it didn't it didn't have that response for me. And, and like I'm looking at social media and people, everyone's talking about how brave she is for you know doing the show topless. And I thought that was great and all that stuff. But I think at the same time, it like. I think Tig's more than that. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's more to Tig than just doing a show topless. I agree, but maybe we're too inside. Maybe. Right? So if someone maybe. someone's not a huge comedy nerd like we are, and they're just catching these specials because they have HBO and they see one just came out, or, hey, you're on Netflix and you're combing through and you're like, oh, Dimitri Martin's new special. I'm going to check that out. Yeah. You, they don't know Tig's story because they haven't watched the doc. They haven't watched, uh, you know, the other doc, you know? They haven't. They don't know much about Tig. So yeah, that that might be it. it might be because it's too inside for me, or because or it's like or it's territory that's been well tread for the last four years right. for me. Right. Maybe keep maybe ranking. Maybe that is what it is. Keep ranking. Uh, Natasha's was great. I do think Natasha's was originally titled Diamond Pussy as opposed to Live at Bimbo's because she does a whole basically a music video before the special, which is available, which on. is available on the laugh button. But it's basically her rapping about her, you know, her diamond pussy. It's basically about like you know how extravagant her life is it's great how fancy she is uh lisa traeger strong as shit oh my gosh she's getting a lot of response such on, a strong on special like, socials man such a strong special and then hampton yachts was great too like hamptons was like i like hampton i've always liked hampton and i think like this new special is like oh that that's that's on so like it's a tricky name to pronounce hampton yount 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 hampton yount Hampton Young. It's the it's the it's the tease that gets you. Hampton but, um, Young. I think they're all. I mean, they're all baller specials, and I and I I really was psyched about seeing how Lisa and Hampton and Lisa's got some great premises, and she's like, mm -hmm. if you like Amy Schumer, you're gonna like Lisa. Like you really are. Well, so. speaking of ballers and baller status, ballers, ballers ended its run this week. Yes, but it it went down as the most watched HBO comedy right in Something a decade. Like, yeah, yeah, in a decade. It's nuts, isn't it? That's impressive. I here's why I'm surprised by it. Okay. Not because the show isn't good, because the show is fun and it's yeah. it's great. And it's 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 for it's like entourage for the football generation. Right. So yeah. I'm a sports guy and a comedy guy. So this has all the elements of like this, this has what entourage was missing for me. Okay. You know, I wasn't into the whole entourage. I, I missed the boat on yeah. entourage. I didn't really care. I tried to watch a couple, I just couldn't get into it. Okay. But ballers, I was into it because of the sports element, okay. and that sort of sucked me in. Now I could probably go back and watch Entourage and appreciate it more. But um, I, I don't know too many people that were talking about it, but clearly everybody is watching this yeah. thing. Yeah. It's it's weird. I mean, even in our office, how many people have brought up ballers in conversation? It is true. It is it is watched by. I, I, it's shiny. It's sugary. It's saccharine. It's sure. just, you know what I mean. It's like a. There, you don't have to think too hard to watch that show. And you know, I think uh, it's The Rock just being a badass. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just the, that guy's just a badass. The Rock man. is great. You know, The Rock is like it's it's kind of funny how much I I I've I've grown to like The Rock. What a badass that guy's. He you know what he can do he can do the tooth fairy and get away with it. That's how badass <laughs> The Rock is. Right? Am I correct? Sure. Escape from which mountain? Yeah, he can do that. And then he can get away with it. 
And he can do most watched comedy in six years. In six years, in six that's years. impressive, man. That is impressive because a lot of comedies. I think Rob Corddry is great in that show too. Love Rob. I mean, you know, I, I think it's just he's so ridiculous. It's like, oh, you're ridiculous. All right. So uh, other news. Other what else news. We got? The LaughButton.com. Check it out. You know, there's a there was a, a kind of I don't want to say controversy, but there was a kind of a, a debate that happened uh, based on some comments Bill Burr made earlier this week. Comments we saw Bill Burr make up in Montreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's part. Of, it's kind of part of his act right now. Yeah. Um, it's about Caitlyn Jenner, and basically his comments weren't about Caitlyn. His comments were the media's response and reaction to Caitlyn, which is funny that the controversy it stirred up is exactly what he was talking about. So right. it kind of became this like that's weird. That's how smart Bill Burr is. I know it became <laughs> this good weird. It became this weird media eating its tail kind of self type of thing, which I thought was kind of funny. And basically, the gist of Bill Burr's jokes that he made on on Conan, and they were jokes, was that like how he didn't feel like he had a chance to even process Caitlyn's transformation. And like one day, you know, he's like, "Oh well, Caitlyn." Walked out some way. We didn't know Caitlin's inner thoughts, so Caitlin one day walked out a man and walked back as a woman. And he's like, I just didn't need a second to process that before. It was like, uh, yeah, so about home mortgage subprime rates stuff. So <laughs> it was a funny joke, and, and he's on Conan. Every time Bill Burr's on Conan, it's a thing to behold because Conan loses it every mm-hmm. time Bill Burr talks. So that was Bill's joke about how like within the media, it's like almost like, hey, I can't even process this or ask a question, and all of a sudden I'm, I'm labeled transphobic if I don't like instantly just kind of like sign on to this. And then because of those comments, all of a sudden Bill Burr's considered transphobic and 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 Conan's considered transphobic. What which hasn't kind of, Bill Burr been considered? No, and, and at the end <laughs> of the day, like Bill Burr's greatest joke is like, let me finish this joke before you start blogging, which was yeah. on his last special, which is kind of very Bill Burr. But like, it was just funny that it became exactly what he was mocking. It was became like a his thing was the media's response to this is it's immediate and it's a shutdown and they label you something where I'm just trying to figure out hey I didn't know this how this worked how does this work now so it was interesting and, and, and you know we got a, and we saw a lot of uh, tweets of people be like oh how dare you Conan how dare you Bill Burr but I don't think Bill Burr had any sort of malice towards it it was just Bill Burr's kind of. A- approaching to how like we all just kind of consume and instantly label things before there's even like a process added to it so it definitely stirred up some controversy definitely a lot of people were talking about it and I think it was interesting and maybe a little misguided maybe a little like over the top you think yeah, I think so I think so too I, I mean, everything like, always I, instantly gets labeled or listed you get one of the two you're yeah, either on a list labeled, or you're yeah, labeled you're listed or you're labeled and I think that was again that's why the genius of Bill Burr is that he makes that joke and the, the exact thing he's mocking happens and it's just like they don't even realize it and so. what a great episode of Conan that night uh, Bill Burr Bill Hader and Sam Morell. yeah Sam Rail did stand up. I think that was his first. Was that his first Conan appearance? I think so. First or second? Yeah, a lot of firsts. What awesome! And he's part of the half hours as well. Yeah, right? yeah. It's all <sighs> coming full circle. It's all coming full circle. All right, uh, Matt. Yes. Um, you were wearing a T-shirt the other day. Okay. I really liked it, <laughs> and I thought to myself. Where can I get that T-shirt? Where can I get my hands on that T-shirt? Where does he get those wonderful toys? So if you didn't happen to run into Matt that day, <laughs> like the lady who didn't know what that T-shirt was all about in the streets yeah. of Manhattan, yeah, uh, it said Carlin and Pryor and Hicks and Bruce. <laughs> I think those are all the names, right? Carlin and Hicks and Pryor and Bruce? What order is it? <laughs> I don't know if I like your T-shirt anymore. I don't know, buddy. Anyway, um, so I liked your T-shirt, man. Yeah, buddy, I liked it too. That's Where can I, I get it? it? You can get it in the Laugh Buttons official merch store. We have an official merch store. Do we? Yeah, 
If you go to the laughbutton.com slash merch, it'll take you right to our merch store. Cool comedy inspired designs. Uh, multiple in colors. What, in what way? Uh, in in the way of them being uh, related to comedy, okay. names of comedians, images and likenesses of them. Could we describe? Jokes. Could we describe some of those T-shirts? My favorite T-shirt mm-hmm. is pr- the printing of Comic Sans in Helvetica font. It's amazing. It's it's for for the comedy fan and for the design fan in your life. So you have that. So go to yeah, go to our merch store. You can check out all the kind of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. slash merch Multiple sizes, multiple colors. You can get men's shirts, children's shirts, women's shirts, tees, tanks, hoodies. Matt, would there be any t-shirts available for both the comedy lover and science lover? <laughs> would that be an option? Can we breed those two together to make one? I think we can. In fact, we have the official Element of Laughter t-shirt available at the laughbutton.com in the merch store. So uh, go there, attend the website, and uh, grab yourself a Laugh Button t-shirt while you're at it. And support the people that support comedy. All right, Matt, coming up on the podcast right now is Nick Vatterot. Uh, one portion of Chuckle Sandwich. Do you know about Chuckle Sandwich? No. Chuckle Sandwich was the improv team of Nick Vatterot, T.J. Miller, mm-hmm. Micah Sherman, and some other guy I can't remember. I remember that trio putting out videos when T.J. Put, released the extended play EP, mm-hmm. the, the, the the music video, the music uh, EP. I remember Nick being in a couple of those videos for that. Well, he's going to tell us a nice story about his experience on America's Got Talent as a comic. Who didn't make the cut? Yeah, and two comics uh, are still on AGT: Gary Veter and Mike Kaplan. Yes, yeah, so please support them, vote for them. Let's let's have a comic finally win this thing. Can yeah, we do real. that? I'm tired do of the second place. You know, comedy's been playing second fiddle, second banana to everything forever. Yet they need our goods and our services for whatever event they're putting on. All right. So let's bump it to the top. Let's vote for these two. Soapbox Mark. Soapbox hey, Mark. I'm just saying, man. We, let's get a bobblehead of Soapbox Mark made. That'd be great. Let's do it. What outfit should I wear? I Maybe one of those T-shirts right from Backwards the... Cub hats. <laughs> <laughs> Earplugs in your... Uh, uh, MC head... Escher-inspired yeah, Star Wars like this, T-shirt. This thing right now... It's yeah, this is a, a this is an instrument that ding thing. I think that means we got to get to the Nick Vatterot interview. Yes, so we do. Here it is, Nick Vatterot. On the, <laughs> Nick Vatterot. <laughs> uh, tattoo. I got a new tattoo this weekend, Matt. <laughs> uh, Nick Vatterot, right here on the Laugh Button Podcast. You know, I just throw lobs up in the air, and I'll just try to jump up and, like a dog catching a frisbee, say something <laughs> into it. <laughs> All right, that voice I you're hearing. I don't know how sound works. Uh, Bebop. I'm <laughs> out. <laughs> I don't know how talking works. Is this it? What do you think I'm saying? Oh, I think what I think you're trying to say is you're thirsty. Oh, that's what thirsty. I was trying to say. Thirsty. <laughs> you're I'm thirsty. Learning. That's my. That was my. That was on my uh, word of the year calendar. Was it? Yeah. Thirsty. I, yeah. It's also a word of the year calendar. It's one page. And <laughs> I couldn't afford the other one. The other one is like a 365 pages. This one's 364 times cheaper. The, the the font was so large. It had to be printed on so many pages that it literally took a year to go I through. I got to hire these guys to flip it. You know, they got, you need a special uh, hook. You know, you need a grappling, uh, scaffolding. It's it's a whole thing. I mean, I really should have just gotten the, you know, the, the word of the day calendar. It's much more manageable. It's a I lot agree. More, it's a lot more pages, but the page itself is easier to flip. Yeah, and depending on how big you make the calendar, it could be more animated. 
and or less trash. I got the biggest too, one. So. It's a waste. I'm, you know, it, <laughs> I actually, it says in the box, cost, it, it, this was made from three different forests. <laughs> it Three forests no longer exist. The due entirety. To this one calendar. This one calendar. <laughs> this one one-page calendar. <laughs> Sorry, oh, Yosemite. Sorry about that. Sorry, Yosemite. You had a good run. Maybe if you would have been a little more faithful. Uh, well, 2015 was just that important to Nick Vatterot, so you right. had to go. I did, you know, you and I, 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 2015 was the year I was most excited for. I never bought a calendar in my entire life, and then this year I bought, <laughs> I bought, I bought 365 calendars. I used to have a clock that that went backwards. You know, oh, it was really? like a. I don't know. If it was like Is it was it one of those death clocks? No, no, no. It was the world clocks. It 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 was a face clock. You know, with the one through twelve, but okay. but it went backwards. Oh, cool. And and I hung it up at my desk at work, and a lot of people thought they were on time for meetings. <laughs> they were definitely five to fifteen minutes late. <laughs> That's a great it, clock. It was a it was an amazing clock that um, someone got so pissed they took it down. They got they got so mad and it was sitting on my desk with a note that just. Simply said, "Fuck you." Fuck that you. Was it. <laughs> but come on, don't they should know that you're the guy that's got the. I'm the guy the with the Mensa clock. Like, yeah. get it together, man. Also, were the hours right, but the minute was wrong? No, no, everything was right about it. It just operated backwards, like in a uh, counterclockwise. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like okay. twelve, and then going counterclockwise, wise one, two, three, four, five. So, so people, <laughs> but people never. They just look at the hands, man. Yeah, you look at the hands. Yeah, because you've numbers. never seen a backwards clock in here. You never. <laughs> think some asshole at work's got one of those things. All right, Nick Vatterot uh, controls the voice that you're hearing right now. I have some and control over it. Some control? Yeah. When do you find yourself losing most control? Would that be on or off stage? It's Is it funny you mention that. This just happened, didn't it? Last night. I just, I <laughs> lost control last night. I, I truly, I truly, it's all I've been thinking about all day. I lost it last night. All right, paint a picture. Uh, uh, where are we at? We're in Boston. Did Boston? Um, uh, is a is a great show they do up at uh, the Davis Square Theater. I want to say. Okay. Um, great show. They've had great comics there. All, all you know, they've been doing this thing for Ryan comic. Great comic Ryan Donahue does some um, a show up there. Trying to, I'm trying to plug the show. Yeah. For those guys, no, do it justice. Pull it but, up on your phone. Um, I feel like you're on stage right now. You're working through some material, and you're like, "What was that other fucking thing I wrote?" Down? Yeah, what was that? Uh, oh yeah, where I'm supposed to be. Oh yeah, penises are funny. <laughs> Which can we talk about that and how sick of it that uh, uh, whatever? I don't know words. My brain sort of just melted. I think it eviscerated last night. Okay. I think I don't have a brain anymore. Well, you got on a train and you got here. So yeah, I so fucking, that that happened. I this I. I, I did that. That was that was that was like Plan D, by the way. Uh, it's been <laughs> a rough. Wait, how? Uh... I feel like your plans work backwards. You start with D, and you get to A. I got I, I'm because not you aiming for D because you don't want to be disappointed. You know, because if you get to D, you're like, ah, oh, I'm at D. Whereas if you start with D, start with D, and and you, and you complete D, yeah. you're like, right out of the gate, nailed it. Got one done. Right. Not the ideal one. Right. But the one I targeted. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, if what is it? Uh, yeah, don't don't expect anything. And I think that was a Gin Blossoms lyric. <laughs> you don't expect too much from me. You might not be let down. Oh, it's the worst love advice 
anyone's ever given anybody. I think just it's- don't just don't <laughs> expect anything from me, and you and I are gonna work out pretty fucking good. Thank you, Gin Blossoms. <laughs> How, How many- about another rock ballad? Why don't you and the Goo Goo Dolls just go away and just play in Dwayne Reed's forever? The Goo Goo Dolls are they? Uh, is Goo Goo Dolls a Staten Island? Were they a Staten Island born band? No, they're from Buffalo. That's right. Are they Buffalo? They are Buffalo. I always wanted to do a super group with Lady Gaga. So it'd be Lady Gaga Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> Gaga Goo Goo is the name of the album. Lady Ga- Gaga Goo Goo. The then, best of Lady Gaga <laughs> and the Goo Goo. And it's just babies going <laughs> all the songs. <laughs> hey, they they sold a I million to more babies. There's not enough babies singing albums out there. They you know they sold millions with dogs and cats doing it. Why not babies? Well, uh, yeah, the chipmunks. <laughs> I, I don't know. All right, uh, Goo Goo Dolls getting a square dance against the Gin Blossoms. Who's taking it? Le- Goo Goo Dolls square dance, Gin Blossoms. Who's taking it? Yeah, who's taking that? Oh, I uh, Gin Blossoms. And- I think I I I think I have just in, 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 in the lesser of two evils. I got a hair. Hair more appreciation for the gin blossoms than the goo goo dolls because they killed and got out, or well, not necessarily by their own. <laughs> they fucking wait, 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 you said square dance, or are we talking about like, like I guess a brouhaha? How about go- a square dance to the death? To the death, take your partner and their head, snap it off, and to the lion's head. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, to the death now, now see. A lot more factors go into that. Uh, fatigue, uh, nutrition. Right. You, it's not um, just. I don't man. know who's got more vegans. You know. <laughs> you people forget. You know, a lot of fighting is endurance. You know. It, it is. It's, it's like, well, I, I'm angrier. I, I have more moves. But, 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 can you? Do you exhaust yourself in the first thirty seconds? You know, yeah. Karate Kid's not doing the crane kick round twelve. No. No. You, you gotta like. You gotta. It's. 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 You gotta like save yourself. Here's what. Here's my fighting move. I let you punch me a hundred times. <laughs> I wear you down. You know, when I come out of my coma, I find where your family lives. And this is years later. You forgot about the whole fight. Right. uh, I was declared dead. In fact, mean note. (laughs) That's my move. So you were the guy who left me the note in that clock. Yeah, because you were late to the meeting. Fucking coma. You were late to that meeting. You got fired and became a comedian. This this is what happened. It's so funny. You're fired. You're fired. Well, I guess I'll be a comedian. I guess. You can't fire someone from being a comedian, can you? Well, I, I don't know. I sort of <laughs> How feel... How close do you want to get to that, Nick? Because you've I, done some crazy shit, right? I feel like I... I feel like last night was... Enough. I feel like I've been fired as a comedian. Because you don't get fired as a comedian. You just don't get asked back. Right, right. That's, that's the equivalent of firing. It's a freelance... Because you don't work for one... I mean... It's not like one company. You know, you can get fired from your job at Silicon Valley, but you can. there's a million other companies there. You could, you know, you don't get fired. No one gets fired from all of plumbing. Yeah, you, know, right. like, you don't like get you fired from being an inventor. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. Just... You're fired but by inventions. No. <laughs> nope, uh, those are done. I'll Fuck. come with an invention that no one can fire. <laughs> um, That's but, why I love your brain, Nick Vatterot. All right, let's, let's get some backstory here real quick just to catch people up. Uh, if for some godforsaken reason they don't know who the hell you are. Uh, but and I, they probably don't. I uh, I had to explain to my parents who I was. Uh, how recent? <laughs> how, how how recent? <laughs> yeah, they came to the comedy show and like, I don't know what's this guy. What's they, he on? Is so he on they were something? in Boston yeah, last night. Yeah, I was like, no, he's just you know, just just because they're not you know, it's. I'm, I'm like telling, I'm like, you know, everyone, everyone's either like you're either Seinfeld or a failure. There's a lot of different <laughs> tiers of levels of comedians. That's a lot that. of gray area there. And they're yeah. like, I've never heard of him. I was like, Mom, come on. Uh, now, were your parents uh, supportive out the gate when you said, you know what, this is it. This is 
comedy is what I'm doing. I I uh, I think once I started doing it, they were supportive. I I they they've been incredibly supportive. They've been very supportive uh, of the whole thing. Uh, when I was a kid, and I would suggest like kind of like suggest it because in I, I I in fifth grade wrote I wanted to be a stand up comedian on a dream board we had to do in fifth grade. Oh, that's whatever, amazing. You know? Uh, so mission complete. So so fuck you, fifth grade fuck teacher. Fuck you, fifth grader. Uh, yeah, there, I do. There is that little part of me that like part of me is like, uh, Nick, you, you you know like you're not you can't just be a comedian because I'd be I'd fuck around in class the whole time, right? You know, and then and then the part of me is like, yeah, well I did, but th- <laughs> they're all those people are probably dead, so it doesn't matter. I don't know. Well, lo- looks like you're giving speeches anyway, buddy. Right? You know that's their fire back. It's like yeah, well, <laughs> okay, technically. <laughs> they uh the t- yeah oh my god I, I there's like i have like three teachers that i can think of that were like ama- actually amazingly supportive as a kid i had one teacher um and she uh she was amazing and she actually in sixth grade asked me you know she's like i want your autograph because i think you're gonna be really yeah like a, a she's like i think you're gonna be like a famous entertainer one day i think she she actually said that so I that's, ama- that's amazing now did you give it to her or I did. did you hold out did i know i absolutely did i had to i was uh, bombing the class so I, you know I was like, maybe <laughs> this will give me a little leverage do there. you still sign the same I remember, I remember when she asked for my autograph, I wrote Nicholas Edward Vaderot the first because I thought that was funny. In sixth grade, that was like the third funniest joke I'd ever thought of. Um, That's, I stopped doing that. It's interesting you did that because I did something similar where I would just, my last name being Seaman, it always sucked to write it anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I would just write Mark with the registered trademark. Right. And I would just like, I got dibs on this. Like... So what you should have done is you should have done like the Mike Kaplan road where like, because Mike Kaplan could probably just sign, because Mike Kaplan spells Mike M-Y-Q. M-Y-Q, right? And I think he sort of, I've never seen that. I've never seen it. I, I think he could, I think he can at this point just write Mike and not Kaplan. And then he, he if you would have written Mark with a Q, right. I think maybe you could have gotten away with it. Could have done that. Should have done that. And that's the difference between you and Mike Kaplan. That is. One hundred percent. Amazing, Mike Kaplan, who I think believe wait, he was just on uh, America's Got Talent. He was. Yeah, he's doing. And he's did you vote it. for him up to ten times using four means? Uh, I voted for him a hundred times using two means. <laughs> I'm happy for him, man. I might get him disqualified because I illegally <laughs> voted for him. Well, hopefully he does well, right? We, there's no results from that yet, or are there results? I hope. I just hope they don't fuck him over. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I think they like him though, and it doesn't sound like that's what's going to happen. I. Uh, I was like, not well, to make this about me, but actually, this is an interview with me. So it I is. Make it about yes, me. please I, do. I interview. I did America's Got Talent years ago. How many years ago? Oh, uh, I want to say, mm, fuck, eight maybe, a while ago. And uh, it's a that's a long story, but like I, I basically they flew me out to California. Okay. And uh, and it was an awful experience. It was terrible. They were not good people, right? You know, right? Um, I don't know. It was a very, it was a very bad experience. I had this thing that I had auditioned with. Uh, I had this, you know, I had this. Basically, I had this thing. I, I was doing the. I, this thing was like I like to uh, Irish River dance for everybody, but only from the waist up. All right. Just imagine the guffaws that would ensue for someone. 
behaving in such a ludicrous manner. Uh, but it was obviously funny enough for them to like, you know, I went through, because when you, you go on this giant cattle call, and it's just a, it is a bizarre world. Did you remember who you saw? What other comedians were there with I, you? I, I, there was no one there that I, I knew, uh, but I do, when you're sitting there, I was just sitting there with my hands folded on this like little bench thing, and there was, um, there is a probably about 75 different people, and we are in like, there's the giant like, convention center of people then there's this other room that's got about 75 people and nobody's doing the there's a magician pulling elephants out of a hat there's a there was a uh, little kid who was about three years old going around on a tricycle one one man was holding another man up in the air right this is just how they walked in right. well this is everyone's practicing their stuff right it, it, it's like it literally it looks like circus tryouts it was amazing <laughs> and everyone's doing this guy's blowing fire these this woman's trying to fit into a side of jar. You know, it was insane, the stuff people were doing. Hey, could you slide over? I got a 20-foot flame coming your way. <laughs> just, all right, sorry, there you are. <laughs> Look out, Chewy. <laughs> Chewy. Chewbacca's just juggling over there. Um, and I'm just sitting there, hands folded, which I was wondering, like, I wonder if everyone's like, what does he do? You know, because right, I was like... Because you're the, not doing anything. Yeah, it's like the ninja in a movie that, that's not twirling <laughs> a weapon. Like, oh, he must be like, what's his fucking weapon? And I, you know, and I was like... I. I look like an I, I Irish river dance from the waist up. You know, I'm like, I don't want to show you because you guys are all way more talented than I am, and I don't want to embarrass you. You're myself. basically making a joke about how you can't do anything that they're doing. No, no. <laughs> right. I, 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 that'd be funny if I did, like, just start practicing my jokes, just like they're all <laughs> practicing their stuff. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, so, so it went poorly, obviously, and you had a bad experience. But it seems now that, that Howard Stern is on there. He He's trying to bring the comedians further along. I think that's... that's I, I, that, I think you're right on that one. I don't think there was any... Any fans of comedy when I did it. When I got there, who were oh, the judges? By the way, I can't remember that. So yeah. the judges were it, it was uh, David Hasselhoff, Sharon Osbourne, and uh, Pierce Morgan. Okay, you know Pierce Morgan, the definitive expert on artistic creativity. What a jerk, horrible human being. Now uh, I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. So I get, I get to the. They, they, they liked my act enough that they passed. So, so they, I go through this screening thing, and then they come back out and they go, "All right, that wasn't even the real one. You go to this other one." Right. I was right. like, "Okay." So I go. They to just want to see room. if you can legit perform. Yeah. Probably. They just, they're like weeding out all the crazy people and stuff. Right. I guess. So I go to this other room, and they're like, "These are actually the real judges." I was like, "That's all a fake thing, whatever." So I go there, I do the thing again. I get a call like a week later, and they're like, "We want to fly you out for this thing," you know. So I fly out there, and uh, I get to the, you know, you get to the center at like six in the morning or whatever it is and uh i'm sitting there and all I, you know it's just an hour goes by hour goes by hour go by i i asked somebody i was like hey when would I, when do i get to like run because i do have like a tech thing i need to do and they're like you know just uh, some i mean there's a lot of people in production that that uh work harder than anybody and they are the nuts and bolts of the of the whole thing and they and they're the reason that everything is is amazing it is sometimes there's also people in production that are the biggest jerks uh that just they just i don't know they look at every question anyone asks is like the most inconvenient moment of their entire lives and that you're just like ruining their entire life and i you know i'm i you know what i i i'm a nice guy but after this Boston thing that happened last night, I think I think 
I think Nick Vatterot died last night. I wow. Think Nick Vatterot, uh, uh is deceased, and uh, so this is post mortem for you. This, this is yeah, this I'm, is you opening it all. I'm like- Vic Natterot now. This is a new guy, and we'll talk about him here in a second. Uh, and uh, and he's yeah, the nice. See, because you guys got nice Nick Vatterot for a long time. You did. Nice we did. And you fucked it up. Everyone fucked up. We'll get into that in a minute. But so, I tried. No, you. It's not you, but it's it's, it's you superlative. But it's society. And right. It's like, right. You know, whatever. So like, but last night. <laughs> You know, it's not you. It's David Hasselhoff. Can it's, I tell a couple people I love them first before we continue? In uh, case I don't make it. Oh, I'm not. No, 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 no. You're, you're fine. You're fine. Look, look here, I have a list right here. You're not on the list. Oh, yeah. That's great. These people are on the list. <laughs> that's uh, a that's a hefty just, list. It just Pierce Morgan. Yeah, yeah. Over over. I was just gonna say that. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so weird. You said that. I literally was gonna say that. Wow, Pierce, you're on there 15 on, times like, in a row. Over and over. Is, is like, this, is this no all f- work and no play. Make Jack a dull boy. All work and <laughs> you're like, holy shit. It's in alphabetical order and it's all the same thing. <laughs> so I, I you're, you're you're there and I was like, I go, hey, I go. When do I do the tag? And they're like, we'll get to you. And like an hour, and the oh, two yeah. hours go by, and I go, and I, I'd seen, every, and I was like, I watched everybody do their tech. And right, like, right. We're gonna get to you now. The show's starting, and I was like, Hey, the yeah, show's I, actually started. Should I go out there? It's like you don't need to go out there. We'll we'll figure it out, you know. And they just kept, and I would wait like two hours would go by, and I'd ask them again. Two hours would go by, you know, or something like you know. I'm starving. They don't have any food for us, you know. I just, I, I just, you know, you just feel. You don't even feel. You're just a prop. You're just yeah. like they're terrible. Finally, um, finally, they're like, All right, you're on. The person after this one, I was like, I, I never did the music. Do you guys? I never did a sound check for the music. You know, they're like music. You have music. I go, yes. I've told, I told the person that I was like, this is your point person. This is. I told that person. I told that person. I've been. I've told like everybody, and they're like, well, you never told me. I go. I don't even. I've never seen you. You're the first. <laughs> the first time you've come and talked to me all day, and, and and I've told everybody and asked anybody if there's anybody else that should know this, you know, and like and and they're like, well, you gotta let us know that you have music. I go, let you, first of all, not only have I been saying this all day, but I auditioned with this music. Right. I right. auditioned a second time with this music. You, you asked me, me out yeah, here. Yeah. You. They <laughs> asked me to send them a transcript of what was going to happen. I sent them a transcript of verbatim of, of my th- two minutes of that I was doing. Right. I sent the song in the transcript. I, I couldn't have made it more clear and abundant than I needed the song. And they go, well, we need to clear this song. Oh, jeez. And I was like, this is why I was so adamant that we do this all day, you know? And so they go, and it's it's this, uh, it's the cry, it's the river dance line. Right. It's like, dun, 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 you know? And like, we don't have that cleared. How about this? We have this Irish song, though, and it was like, and I was like, it doesn't work. It's got to be the Riverdance song. It's like, but this is Irish music. I was like, it's not going to work. Am I going to go out on national television in front of like thousands and thousands of people to do a bit to a song that I've never tried before that's probably not going to work because it doesn't, it's not the Riverdance song, you know? <laughs> and so now they're like, you're on in like three minutes. Do you want to use the song or not? And I'm like, I'm like, what, really? This is, you wow. know, this is like my, it was like the first time I was ever going to be on TV and all mm-hmm. this stuff, you know? And I was just like, no, I can't. It's not gonna. I I knew it wasn't gonna work. I yeah. knew it wasn't gonna work. Uh, so you know whatever I did. So I go out there and I just like it's like the music is not. It's this isn't Irish river dance music. It's like it's like where you play when you like Legend of Zelda, Lord of the Rings music. It's not. So you can't. You can't. You know whatever. It's like during the end credits of Legend of Zelda. It's like exactly. thank you investing. Dun, dun, yeah. <laughs> da, 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 dun, dun, dun. Something like that. 
Uh, so I go out there and I just I, I replace the river dance with just a one liner. Oh, okay. It's just at all. It's just a right. one. I only have two minutes. You know, I have to. The river dance is only like ten seconds long anyway. Right. But it was, it's a great opener. It gets people right at the bat. Uh, so I got to replace that with some one liner. So I just do a one liner that works, and it worked. Um, and I did the whole. I did the. You know, I do the whole act. I killed. I crushed. Right. And uh, oh, by the way, I got to tell you this. They were in like San Pedro, California. Okay. Right. They came out. They came out in the very beginning, uh, and they're like, "Ladies and gentlemen, just want to tell you that, just you know, this is the Chicago auditions. So we're gonna act like we're in Chicago the whole time." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And like, "Yes, we're gonna pretend. So we're gonna be like, hey, Chicago. We're not Chicago." So I come out in the very beginning. And I go, what's, and I'm already pissed about just how they've been treating me all day right. and all that stuff, you know? And I was just like, what's going on, Chicago? And the audience loves it. I go, man, it's some beautiful weather we're having, huh? I mean, <laughs> it is some amazing weather in Chicago. The, the crowd loves it. It loves it, right? Yeah, sure. So I, you know, it's like you're, if you're a comedian, you got to like get the audience on your side from the get go. You're in the moment. The yeah. Right? yeah. Yep. I do my jokes. Uh, I had a great set. Pierce, so Pierce Morgan goes, I, you know, he's like, I just, I just didn't think, just didn't think it was funny. Just, it wasn't funny. Was, I didn't, didn't find it funny at all. And uh, I was like, really? Because I thought the audience thought it was funny and the audience and goes like, crazy. Ah, yeah, they oh, go nuts. That's great. And Sean, and Sean, uh, Sean Osborne, she's like, yes, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it. What it is. Oh, Pierce Morgan was like, you're not funny. He was like very like. It was very personal. He was, it was yeah, like yeah. personal. He was a jerk. He was a straight up, just bad human being. And if you watch, if you look at his background, he's a bad person. He's done some, uh bad things in the past so uh but he's yeah so yeah and then sharon osborne is just like i, I just don't get it i just don't I, I just don't understand it you know so they get to hasselhoff now and again i was really good you know i go to the audience i don't know did you guys get it yeah wow, you really you know, went at it i love that uh and then hasselhoff was like okay so i do this joke one of the jokes i did was uh a uh, joke i did on fallon which was the the cd skipping joke oh nice and the, right. and the joke is just so to set this up is uh i got a, a c I, I got a cd at a garage sale i got home it was scratched it's a good thing i noticed that because it was a learning how to speak Spanish CD and and I was going to play it while I was asleep to try to subconsciously learn Spanish. Imagine if I went to Mexico it was like you know like just you know you know I so you know like love your brain man right right I needed you at the show last night. Um, so that's what it is. It's like a como se de 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 do 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 da porta 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 da 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 me 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 go 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 go. All right. So that's the joke. So, but 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 keep in mind, after I've done this joke, about ten minutes have gone by by the time it gets to Hasselhoff. Right. So and and by the way. I've never seen the show. I've never watched an episode of the show. You know, this is just, I got someone, they reached out to me through this thing, whatever. Yeah. And so, um, so he gets to Hasselhoff and this is what he does. He goes, no, 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 no. Now, <laughs> I've never seen the show. So I, I don't get what he's doing. And, and I, and I'm like, is this his catchphrase? <laughs> is this Hasselhoff's catchphrase? That he just, I go, what a dumb catchphrase. I was like, that's so weird. It, it wasn't until like later that I was like, oh, he was making fun of the CD skipping right, joke. Right, right. That's how he was trying to diss me. And they're like, you know, and so whatever, you know. And Did I the like, audience laugh at that? 
They didn't. I don't think anyone got what he was doing. <laughs> By the way, my part did not air, right? Because I don't think there was a way for them. I was to gonna cut say it. I, I never saw this. No, <laughs> I never it, saw this. They never. I went and watched it to see if I was on, and they they were like, you know, I they were like, uh, I think I I think Pierce gave me one buzzer during my set. Okay, okay. he gave me a bu- You know what he did? He gave me a. I think he gave me a buzzer during my opening one-liner okay the one that i had to replace on the fly because they guy those guys don't have their act together you right, know right and uh and so i had one x and then they i did the rest of the act and so you know they were like you know i i i i was whatever i was like so but i said and also i was like i was like they can't there's no way they can cut it without me i was afraid they would make me look bad but there was no way for them to cut it because i kept like getting the audience on my side you know so there was no way that they could cut it to be like he bombed or we didn't you know, right because right. you know? i kept being like i don't know the audience loved it you know it, it was all or nothing right yeah. they were really gonna show or they weren't they were yeah. sure they were gonna have to show me destroying and then not <laughs> making it because they're all a bunch of assholes uh and then uh uh, they give you a T-shirt or anything, or like, well, how do they send you on your way? So they treated me so terribly. Do they literally awful. just like, hey, sorry, buddy, and then you literally go out a side door? No, like, how does that? Nick end? Cannon was the only cool guy that yeah. I, I I came across to in the whole thing. Okay, he was super nice. I, I interacted no, with him for just a moment. I've interviewed Nick a couple of times. He's actually awesome. Nice yeah. guy, you know. Yeah. And also, you know, like whatever. I uh, they don't like comedy. That's their that's their way of returning. But you well, know, I wanted to say to Hasselhoff. Yeah, yeah, I just I wanted to be to these guys. You know, like what what is you know like what. You know, you got Pierce, you know, like those who, you know, like if I if I had any idea who you were, I'd make fun of you. Right. But I don't. So I can't or I just did. Uh, Sharon Osbourne, I, I guess those that can do those that can't, you know, berate people on com- on, on contest shows right. for doing the things they themselves cannot do. And, and my question for Hasselhoff, I still have, you know, is. Baywatch Nights. What was the deal with that? He's like, all right, who, who, what was the pitch for Baywatch Nights? He's like, you know what? I want a show that's like Baywatch without the swimming suits, but it's also like Knight Rider without the talking car. This is the guy who's, who's the, the guy who made the decision to do that is making decisions on the show. Um, whatever. But uh, that was my experience. And So that uh, happened. So do. best of luck to Mike Kaplan. Oh, by the way, I, <laughs> I, yeah, Mike, Mike Kaplan. Also, Gary Veter, too. Yes, yeah. Uh, amazing comedian. Yep, that, he's it's gotten in the mix. very far. It. You know, it's very far, though. Uh, 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 this is the last thing I'll say on this. I, I watched my episode, you know, and I, of course they didn't show my part. And right. I was like, there was a part of me that was like, it would be nice to show me doing well, even if they don't like me. You right. Know, it's me doing well. Sure, it's you doing whatever. well. It's credit. It's whatever. Yeah, be great. Uh, and then they, and then the last, they're like, oh, "I got time for one more act." And there was these, <laughs> these three kids, came out and uh, uh, and they they're like, uh, "These kids have been singing uh, this song to their mother, who's been sick in the hospital every night oh, before geez. she goes to bed for the past months, you know." And this is the song they've been singing. So they go out and they start singing the song. And in the middle of them singing the song, they wheel. Her, their mother out on like a, a gurney, you know, and then Jesus. to surprise them, and right. then they go and finish the rest of the song. They're all, everyone's crying. I was like, well, that's why they didn't fucking pick me. They were like, this guy has no story. So if, here's my advice. If you go on one of these shows, you gotta have a you gotta have a story. I was gonna story. say, do you think people are faking it at this point? Do you think they're faking the backstory? And you gotta they... play up the backstory. So Nick, uh, that happened, and uh, thank you for telling that story, uh, and I'm sorry it didn't work out well for you that day, but, but let's move on. Let's move on, because you had better... Bigger and better things happened to you since then. Oh, yeah. I like would hope. Last night. <laughs> now we'll get to last night. Yeah. So, okay. So, Boston. Boston. Boston, Massachusetts, August 19th. No, August 20th. No, what day are we? What is it? Today's the... The 20- day the laughter died 
And they were singing. Hey, fuck this guy. Hey, you fucking moron. You you know what it was? What happened, Nick? You know, um, what happened? There was was a show last night at, uh, you know what? Solo show? Are there other people in the bill? It's your typical stand-up comedy show. It was in an alternative space, not a a comedy club. And these are my favorite places to perform comedy because generally you do not get what happened last night, you know? Uh, Usually when people go to a a place to see comedy, it's not a comedy club. They're there because they want to see comedy, you know? A lot of times people at a comedy club, they're just looking for something to do. You know, they got a group on. They were like, oh, comedy, that sounds like a fun thing. When people like go to like, you know, like a a rock venue or a black box theater, Mm -hmm. you know, or a bigger theater or what, you know, some sort of alternative venue, people are like generally like, I I don't just want to see comedy. I want to see like good comedy and I have a palate for it and like I'm familiar. I mean, I generally they go see the specific person. They're actually go rarely when people go to a comedy club are they there to see that specific person. You know, there's only about 12 comics in the United States that people actually go to go see. It seems like anyway. So, you know, but when you go to a like a, uh, it, I don't know. I, I just, I love, you're more free to do whatever you can be. You don't have to, there's not an expectation of what's supposed to happen. There's none of this heckling, you know, perception of what's about to happen. You know, there's no, you never see, rarely do you see like people heckling in, 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 in theaters right. and in rock clubs. Wait, so is this, can you safely say this is your nightmare gig? This is your nightmare no, gig story? No, 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 no. Okay. I, I have a nightmare gig is... That's a different... That's a whole... That was a comedy <laughs> club where a bridal party got in a fight with an old woman. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> and then the club kicked out the old woman! Really? That's a whole other thing. Oh, but Jesus. Um, where do you put your Andy Kaufman award? Uh, under a whole bunch of dust. <laughs> But it, that means it's displayed proudly, though. It's uh, no, it's it's next to uh, my Creek Award, nice, and an alligator head that my girlfriend got me. A baby alligator head, like a baby. Yeah, I never know what the this, this story is with that. I think it died from natural causes, like uh, <laughs> like a hunter's Bowie knife, right. <laughs> So, Nick, is there something, an idea or something you conceived that even for you were like, oh, I think I went too far with that, and you, and but you got to see it come to life? What's the most ridiculous like, like it, thing you got to see come to life, like, like create from like, your brain? Like, like creating, like... It could be anything from, like, dragging an audience through a bit. Uh, it could be just, like, uh, for instance, like... Um, uh, uh, Kurt Brownell just drove like a fourteen-story ass on the uh, around. Right. You know, just something like so ridiculous. And, and it's like, yeah, uh, this this uh, occurred because of my brain, and this is as far as I could take something, it without it getting cut yeah. off before it got completed. Um, I mean, I'm trying. I can't. I, I'm trying to think of like. I it, it would probably be my. I don't know. I feel like. I feel like it might be like some sort of sketch thing that that me and heavyweight, my sketch group, had done at some point. Um, and tell everyone who's in that, that heavyweight. Group is. Heavyweight is Brady Novak, T.J. Miller, and Mark Roderman, and we're pretty from, crazy, man. Yeah, they a uh, great great group of dudes, and uh, we were all from Chicago, and we did sketch for like ten years straight, and. Um, yeah, I just I, I I'm trying to think like we did a lot of ridiculous stuff. Uh, you know, one thing one one thing I, I, that comes to mind is something that me and Brady did. Okay, I, and I don't I don't know if this is exactly up your of, of what exactly you were asking, but I don't know. It's it's one thing I thought of that we went pretty far with it. Was that me and Brady had this idea 
we were, there's this, uh, and the reason our sketch group got together and we, and I feel like our sketch group is based on us enjoying doing things like this with each other, you know? And that was like, uh, Brady's at, uh, where there's this open mic, the lion's den in, in Chicago. And the, you know, this thing would go on like five hours every Monday night. And, uh, there's always like 40 to 50 comics on the show. And me and Brady had to say, there was this little like drum clo- closet that had a bunch of drum kits in it and shit, right, right to the side of the stage, but it was right on the stage. There was no way to get to the drum closet without everybody in the audience seeing you. And we thought it'd be funny if we did this ventriloquist bit where Brady pulls me out of this closet, right? <laughs> nice. But we decided that the only way for the joke to really work was that if I got inside the closet before anybody, before one person walked into the room. So that meant about 45 minutes to an hour before the show started, I had to get inside this broom closet so nobody knew I was in there, right? And the, it, was, it was pretty much, it was an open mic, so when you pulled names out, so Brady goes, all right, so we'll put both our names in it. He's like, so should I just pick whoever's first? I was like, no, I think whoever's second, we get, that's what we do. So I think I, I think my name got pulled first, and okay. it was like 12, and we're like, no, it's the, the longer I'm in there, the funnier, you know? So Brady got pulled like 30 or something, and then, so he's like, you know, he would come in and kind of whisper to me while the, you know, and I had like two beers in there just to kind of, but there's all these drum kits, so I kind of like be perfectly still as I'm knocking all these cymbals over and stuff. <laughs> right. But it's, it's right on the stage, and uh, and so, yeah, so like, so, you know, I, I'm in this closet for like three hours. I was going to ask you yeah. three <laughs> Three hours. It's just all these comics, like an hour before the show, all these comics, everyone just walking right by me the whole time. So finally, like three hours later, like I just got knots in my back. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I just got fucking arthritis, you know, from just holding. And uh, and so Brady finally goes up, you know, and like, yeah, I've been in this fucking thing for three hours, just balled up in this tiny, tiny closet. And Brady goes, uh, you know, and he's like, you know, I wanted to do uh, I'm a stand up comedian, but I'm also a Van Twiller. Uh, no, he goes, I'm also an improviser. So let's uh, let's see if there's something. Uh, let's see if there's something around here I can improvise with. So then he goes over. He goes over to the closet and he opens up the closet and, and he pulls me out of it. <laughs> now, are you lifeless? Yeah, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like this lifeless doll that he pulls out. And it, I mean, and it was fucking insane. That's and, awesome. And, and, man. And, it, and it was because people knew that I had been sitting in there for three, <laughs> for three hours. Uh, I don't know. That's the, so that's the first one to come to mind. So I guess a better question would be uh, for that, at least to preface it, and I can even slip this in ahead of there, is, it, is how far would you go? You know, how far would Nick Vatterock go for comedy? Oh, as long as it's funny and it heightens what's going on, you know, like, you, you know, whatever, you know. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm sort of blanking on like heavyweight stuff, but there's definitely like weird things heavy we did with uh, heavyweight where we we went and got we went and got uh, I think it was 800 breakaway bottles one time. <laughs> And we did this like. How much did that set you back? It was about a thousand dollars. Holy yeah. shit! And we thousand um, dollar sketch. Thousand dollar sketch. And we we went and but it was just we were like it's too it's it's too funny not to do this thing, and we just thought we'd be so and we only did it one time. And please tell me it's videotaped at least. Nope. Oh man. Nope. <laughs> Photos? Chica- anything? <laughs> Chicago Sketch Fest taped. That I think that they decided to just tape one show that year, and we decided we decided we'd do a new show on Friday and a best of Saturday. Okay, 
and they just they didn't tape the Friday show, oh. the Saturday show, and whatever. And we were like, so it it, it had to be in, there. Infant me, yeah, had to be there. It was that was like one of the greatest comic moments of all time for for me from that I was a part of. That I was just the amount of fun and how fun that was. And it was the sketch based on me and TJ went to the sushi restaurant one time. Uh, it was an all you can eat sushi place, and uh, and the waiter came by and and. And he's like, do you want more sushi? And I was like, yeah, let's get two more plates. It, it, TJ was on the phone. He's like, did you just order more sushi? I was like, yeah. I was like, I, he's like, I could barely eat anymore. I was like, me too. But I, th- I figured we'd get some and take it home to go. He goes, no. He goes, uh, here, if you don't eat it, they charge you a dollar for every sushi that you don't eat. It keeps people from ordering more. Than right, that, you right. Know? And I didn't know that. So it, it, this is a real thing that happened. So it turned into this, like, I love Lucy's gudge of us, like, putting sushi in our pockets and then, like, putting it in our mouth, going to the bathroom and spitting it out. And then one time I put a bunch in my mouth and the guy came over to take our picture because they have, it's one of those sushi restaurants that have, like, pictures all over. Of people know. who hung out uh, there, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, or just, like, if you ask to get your picture taken, they're like, you know, like, we'll put you. It's, it's just, it's like, it's got literally, like, hundreds, if not thousands of pictures all over the walls. And we're like, let's get our picture on the wall. Or like, hey, would you take our picture? He's taking pictures of everybody. He's like, he's taking everyone's pictures, so he'll be here in a little bit so he totally comes at a awful time and i gotta like <laughs> swallow all this sushi that i can't eat and i'm like i'm sick in the picture and like but we were like that, that picture was still a, up it's uh i bet it is I, I i i gotta go check it out next time i'm in chicago uh but uh yeah we went and fucking so we were like it'd be funny let's do this that's a hilarious thing that we lived through Let me, how can we turn that into a sketch we're like well, we can't do it we're like what if we went to a banana buffet where it's just like an all-you-can-eat banana place and then you know it's the same thing where I keep accidentally ordering more bananas and and TJ's like no we can't order more bananas and it turns into this thing where at one point we're like we have all these bananas where there's no way we can pay for them so it's like I got an idea and I take I take a breakaway bottle and I hit the waiter over the head with it and then all of a sudden uh and it's the banana song you know and we do this slow motion like choreographed breakaway bottle fight with all the of like just eating bananas in slow motion and hitting each other over the head with these bottles and we got like we have a thousand dollars worth of breakaway bottles you know and like uh oh, yeah it was great. yeah and so, so great and, and it's just and like yeah we could only do that sketch one and that was that i think that was an example of us like taking it pretty far yeah that's like, going pretty far man. we were like let's get it's like if we're gonna do this let's fucking have the craziest breakaway bottle fight that anyone's ever done and uh who got to clean up that mess uh we had a we had a tarp down for that show okay because uh, we have all of all the fucking shit well if you we know had. you walk into a show and you see a tarp down on the stage you're yeah. either at a gallagher concert or possibly or you probably sketch. would rather be <laughs> oh nick man good to see you again dude i'll say um, and just to uh to bookend this thing yeah the other i think as far as going pretty far last night at the show you know, it's yeah, just, I don't know if we ever finished the Boston story. I'll just, I'll just the quickest, the quick, the quickness of it was just there. basically there's, there's some other stuff that happened, but like uh, the, the 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 biggest part of it was there's these guys behind, like literally right behind the stage just talking full volume, and it was going on for a while, right? And it was going on to the point that I was like losing the audience because everyone's kind of looking out to to the right, and like no one's, and like I, I'm in a bit that should be, uh, you know. I'm like I could feel losing momentum, and I could feel the la- the the talking behind me getting even louder. And I see the audience is all kind of like got their heads cocked to the right, kind of looking out, see what's going on. So finally, I take the microphone, and I, I, I the wire's long enough that I can go around this weird door and behind because it's in the bottom of this bar, and so like behind the stage is this area where 
nobody should be, you know, but these guys were just drunk or whatever. And I was just like, Hey, you know, I was like, you know, whatever. I went back there, you know, joked around with them about being quiet, told them to shut up, all that kind of stuff. Right. Go back to the show. Uh, people like kind of applauded me for doing that or whatever. Just, I mean, all I say is this, they were on my side that he was being right. Right. And by the way, when this whole thing's said and done, I had about 12 people come up to me after the show being the, Thank you so much. I was about to go back there and tell him shut the fuck up because I couldn't hear what you're saying. It was too distracting. So finally, like uh, they do it again, and now they're even louder this time. Oh, and I let it go. I let it. Then they're behind the stage. I can't even like. They're so fucking loud, and it's just this like little tiny felt tarp between me. And that's the. So stage. it's nothing you could pound on. It's not like a wall wall. No, like it's a, just, and that's why you can hear them so much. Right. And, so, and I can actually take the corner of the of the of the of the backdrop behind me and pull it aside. I can see in the back behind me, and I just fucking lost it on these guys yes i fucking i crawled through i pulled back the tarp behind it and i went back there and i screamed i screamed the and this is me losing it this is me is going pretty extreme i unloaded on these guys uh but not just unload and and berating them like literally scream i fucking hate you an inch from each one of their faces. I went to each one of their faces and screamed, and I'll, I'll, I'll fucking, I'm gonna put the microphone down right here, all right? <laughs> okay, uh, Nick. I fucking hate you! To, and, and then like, and I did that <laughs> to each one of them. The audience can, can't see me, by the way. They can only hear me scream like a fucking maniac. And But, but that right there that I just said, I yeah. screamed like that for like a minute straight. Like, an inch from each one of their faces. Wow. Like, I fucking hate you. And these guys the are drunk. Fucking They're worst. definitely drunk. They, but you know what? They were... I mean, it's no they excuse. Didn't seem, they didn't seem drunk. They just, they were just assholes. Right, they right. were fucking assholes. And I just screamed. And they're like, hey, and they're, well, if you would have been funny, maybe we wouldn't uh, fucking talk. You know, it's just like, you know. I, I literally just screamed, screamed. And what I was thinking about, it, I was like, there's so many people in life that you just want to fucking like... like this woman at Men's Warehouse I was just at recently, she this is fucking real. She was being a huge cunt to me. And and I finally just, fu- for no reason, I'm being nice. And I finally go, you know, I just fucking, because I was so caught off guard by it, you okay. know, because I had to go and get size for this, like, you know, this tuxedo for this wedding. And I finally just kind of snapped. I was like, are you mad? Are you mad that I'm here? Are you mad? Like, what, what did I do to you? That you're being so horrible to me. What are, what are, what are you being so terrible to me? I, I don't want to. I just came in here to get sized for this wedding. I have this group number. I'm supposed to come here. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm being nice. I'm trying to be able. I go, what, what is, I go, is something wrong? And this, I swear to you, this is what she said. She goes, yeah, something is wrong. I'm having a bad fucking day and I'm taking it out on you. That's what she said. She straight up admitted, which I gotta, I gotta There's say, respect I, there. I, I, I got a little respect. That you actually yeah. admitted it, right? You know, but you and someone's playing. I don't like that you used the word kind. No, she. All right, she was an asshole. Does that make it better? She was a fucking. If it was the, these guys, by the way, these guys at the show last night, they were fucking cunts. You know, I, I don't care about the gender specifics of cunt or asshole. Cunt and asshole are the same fucking same thing to me. Thing. All right, they're, they're, you're being a horrible but person. Not, not my heritage, Nick Van ah! Rock. Not cunt, my heritage. Cunt means <laughs> cunt to me is a celebratory. Uh, hey, yeah. Pierce. Morgan, what's cunt mean to you? It means my middle name. <laughs> uh, 
so yeah, yeah. I mean, but that woman in 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 men's warehouse. I just wanted to scream at her. I fucking hate you. I hate you so much. Right. You taking. I was like, if I was a fucking. If I was like, it's men's warehouse. I'm in there. You know. I'm. I was like, if I'm like, if I was, if I was somebody different, she wouldn't have treated me that way. You know. I I get that. I and I want to. I have a face people like to take stuff out on, and I, and and I've always thought that. And, and then, they and they have and clearly. She <laughs> literally admitted it last night. You know. Right. And and I want to scream at her. I fucking hate you, but I can't do that. Hmm. But last night in that context, it was wow. like the only scenario where I was able to go up to strangers that I fucking hated that were being assholes and fucking scream at them. I fucking hate you so fucking much. I fucking hate you. You're the fucking worst. You're the worst of all. And just scream at them and just lose my mind it, on people. Did and that have, end the show? Was that it? Or did the, they the security guard applause? Anything? What happened? Yeah, the crowd went fucking yeah, yeah. crazy. And then uh, they, the, the <laughs> Because they couldn't. It was like like when Bugs Bunny walks off screen, and then you just hear like the commotion of what happened back there, you know. And so I was nice to like it was a little cathartic, but I mean I don't know. I I'm losing my fucking mind to do something like that, you know. Any one of those guys could have fucking. I feel like we had an aftershock here today. I mean that was a pretty solid fuck you you gave us. Oh, I'm still furious. I could tell. Yes, there's some. And the men's warehouse thing happened the day before. I got. I'm just tired of the. I'm just tired of everybody being fucking assholes to me, you know. So I texted you to do this interview. Literally right before both of these things occurred I think You felt it coming (laughs) You're like I want to get the fresh Comedy is all about timing Nick Vatterot But the rest of the audience last night was amazing But they were were great They were great Oh that's cool Well I'm sorry you had to go through that man I mean it's Hey it's stand up comedy It is it's stand up comedy It's not a pretty It's not a pretty fucking thing It is it's a weird gross Love hate enemy Frenemy You know Sleeping with the enemy Whatever you However you want to say it You're doing yeah. it every night Eric man. the enemy uh, <laughs> There's a football player <laughs> Oh uh, my god I think Well I, I just want to let you The one other person in this room Definitely knows who Eric the enemy is So <laughs> so it's all good As I was leaping through My fantasy football stats From last year To see who I should pick second Because I suck at fantasy football That's so funny But uh Wow Eric the enemy man That means I gotta come up with somebody Horace Copeland do you know who that is? No. He's the wide receiver uh, for Tampa Bay Buccaneers when they were still a bright peach that that, <laughs> that did uh, backflips in the end zone when he caught touchdowns. See, no, Do you remember fine. that guy? That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That Bring guy. that back to Yeah, that right? Guy. Where's that? We don't have enough of that. I hate when they abandoned all the fucking like, the celebrations. Oh, God, you do know this is an <laughs> entertainment. Yeah, this is <laughs> you know this is entertainment, right? You want less entertainment? All right, whatever. <laughs> take it seriously. Promote that guy that has punched his wife. Make, make him put him in there and take yeah. out the clowns. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's how I feel about the steroids. Is that hey, if these guys want to hit home runs, I don't mind seeing them. It's fucking. It's a show. <laughs> it's put on a fucking show. God forbid. Oh man, Nick, it's always good to see you, dude. Um, right, well, thank you. We'll do this yeah. again. Uh, so, so, so the the Brooklyn Comedy Festival yes, next Wednesday. Brooklyn, Brooklyn Comedy Festival. You're a part of it this year. This yes. is their third year. Yes, They're yes. doing it, and this thing is growing and it's expanding. Uh-huh. And, uh, and now you, I don't, I don't want to say now you're a part of it. Have you done Brooklyn before? I did. Were you, yeah, you were there yeah. last year, right? Yes. Were yes. you there the first year? I can't remember if you're the first year or not i can't remember man. yeah i have no idea well you're there again <laughs> so everyone can go see you wednesday night man but it's great they're doing right. a great thing with the comedy and they're mm-hmm. doing a great thing for the brooklyn scene and 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 they're putting a lot of hard work into it and uh, they're gotten getting tons of great comics they are it, so. lineups are only getting bigger and better man yeah. obviously you uh michelle buteau we can rattle off some uh, michael che is gonna be there and uh, dan soder yeah uh i feel bad not naming everybody but, that's why uh, i never start yeah I you're, you're you're much wiser than I am. Uh, um, the last, if you just heard a, if 
for the last 15 seconds. Uh, Nick, Nick punched punched uh, through my television uh, that needed replaced anyway. And uh, in just, fact, today was the last day of the warranty. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to punch my way out of the apartment. Like, uh, doors where, I don't need, where I'm going, I don't need doors. Oh, man. Um, yeah, come to the show. I have a, by, by the way, since we last talked, I have a new album. Yes. Uh, for amusement only. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, is it any good? People say. Is it funny? Better be funny. Should we download it? Yes. Uh, top 10 albums on uh, Vulture, mm -hmm. uh, Split Sider, Laugh Spin. Uh, it's Everything. gotten great reviews. Uh, it's gotten uh, amazing feedback. So and that was a digital only release, right? If, yeah. If I yeah. remember correctly when that came out. It's the way of the new millennium. It is. Uh, it is. But it's on like, you know, it's on iTunes, but it's on like everything. It's on Spotify. It's mm -hmm. on like, it's on just all of, the, <laughs> it's on things I've never even heard of. <laughs> right. Lycos? What yeah. is this on? E-Trade? Is it on E-Trade? Metacrawler, Metacrawler, <laughs> Mantuck. I thought that was a Friendster. It's number one on everyone's Friendster. <laughs> I should just give the album. I should make a fucking MySpace profile for the album and friend I'm, everyone I've ever I'm known. literally. I'm gonna be angry with you if your next release isn't called Sleeping with the Enemy. <laughs> if it's, I will hate you. I am the air. <laughs> What is that one song? I always think of that as like, it's no surprise to me, I am Eric Bieniemy. <laughs> like a guy who's like, yeah, like he's not surprised he's Eric Bieniemy. <laughs> uh, we miss you, Eric. Hope you're doing well. All right, Nick. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. Uh, where can everyone follow you on your socials? Yeah, N-I-C-K-V-A-T-T-E-R-O-T-T. T-T. There's a lot of got a new website up. But yeah, the album. Check out the album. Yeah, man. Do it. And you're living the dream, man. Living the dream, and by that I mean a shitty you, apartment in Greenpoint. You, by that I mean you are yourself. <laughs> so there it is. All right, man. Good to see you. Good to see you. All right, that was Nick Vaderot. Hell of a story, right? Yeah. Uh, not only Nick's the best. Nick is he is one of the best. I can't say he is the best because Nick would hate if I said that. Okay. So with that said, uh, hell of a story about basically sitting in a drum broom closet for three hours just to come out for a five second bit. Uh, but also his story about America's Got Talent that experience is just uh, something I hope I never have to go through. <laughs> uh, Matt. I want to tell everyone about the website, thelaughbutton.com. It's where you can get all the latest news, interviews, and reviews in the comedy world. Uh, recently, we put up an interview with uh, Howard Kramer, a.k.a. Dragon Boy Suede. So check that out. He's going to tell you how you can have a summer. A summer? Have a, have a summer. And we uh, go in depth about the UCB LA explosion, that whole alt scene, you know, in the late 90s, early 2000s, and how they're basically infused in everything in comedy now, whether it be podcasts, network television, all that good stuff. So check out the Howard Kramer interview on the website. Matt, what else would you like them to check out on the website? Uh, we're giving away, we're still doing contests for Lewis the Black. Wow. It's never going to end. As the long as he's on tour, we're giving away tickets. Part two tour is through, is through the fall. So we'll be the Giving away Lewis Black tickets, go to leftbutton.com for that. Visit our merch store, leftbutton.com slash merch. Okay. What can you get at the merch store? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you can get t-shirts. Check them out. They are really awesome, actually. And uh, follow us on all the socials at the laugh button. He's at I am Klein Schmidt. I'm at Mark Says Hi. And uh, download us, rate us, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends about it. Let's get in that news and noteworthy on iTunes. And, and uh, will you tell all your friends you got a gun to my head? This song is only wishful thinking. Sorry, Taking Back Sunday. Every time. Oh, I think is that what that is? Yeah, everything I hear, tell all your friends. I think of that song. Well, unfortunately, no one can take back the time they had to uh, sit through that. Me. So, yeah. all right. On that note. Yeah.